Welcome to this podcast is making me thirsty, the number one destination for Seinfeld fans. Thank you for listening. Please rate and review on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter at This Thirsty. Follow us on Instagram at This Thirsty. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. This podcast is making me thirsty. Join our Patreon, patreon.com backslash Seinfeld podcast. Bonus episodes up there. Our first 16 episodes are up there. All kinds of good stuff. Join now, folks. Go to our website, SeinfeldPodcast.com. Our rankings are there. All of our episodes are there. Lots of good stuff. Email us at this podcast is making me thirsty at gmail.com. If you dig it, please pass it on. Thank you for listening. Please enjoy. This podcast is making me thirsty. Welcome to This Podcast is Making Me Thirsty, the number one destination for Seinfeld fans. This is Two Up and Two Down. Here's our producer, Chris, to start us off. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Two Up, Two Down. Uh, Today, we are discussing The Millennium, a season eight episode. So to start everything off, we're going to go over to Tony for your first uh, one up. What do you got today? All right. Obviously, if you guys know us, it's going to be tough to find ups. So I'm happy to go first. My up in this is something I use quite often, actually. It's one of those kind of quotable lines. And uh, it's the old uh, Kramer in the year 2000 will all be on speed dial. You know, you just think of somebody and they'll be there. Like, oh, is that Newman? He does the whole thing with Jerry. I mean, we're basically there. It's 2023. And we finally got there. But uh, I've always liked that Kramer looking to the future with the uh, everyone on speed dial line. So that's my, that's my up. All right. Very good. Uh, Chris, what do you got for your uh, first one up? The millennium. Here we go. My one up for the millennium is when when George is early in the episode talking about the the Mets front office wanted to take him to lunch. Uh, Jerry's line right away um, is, no, seriously, why do you think they want to take you to lunch? I don't know. It, it, it got a laugh out of me um, every time. Obviously, they were looking for George to become head of, uh, of scouting, and obviously Jerry was mocking that with his good friend. Um, so that was my that was my one up uh, for the millennium. All right, very good, uh, Tony. Your second uh, up for this episode. Yeah, I mean now it's getting hard. <laughs> we basically gave out a couple. I got another one liner. I mean, I, I I'm gonna let O'Hara probably. T- I have a feeling where he's going with his up. So uh, I'll see if he goes there. I'm gonna leave that one open. Uh, my second thumbs up. Another Jerry line. It's just a simple Jerry line, but I love it when uh, he comes back to the to was it Lauren Graham's uh, apartment there. He's like, let me check my messages. Uh, maybe a nicer girl called. He says under his breath. <laughs> I, I love that line. He, he's already uh, had enough with this chick, and he's just like, uh, maybe a nicer girl called yeah. as he checks his messages on the old uh, speed dial phone. So uh, that's my second and and probably only other thumbs up of the episode. Yeah, I, I like that line, too. All right. Uh, Chris, you're uh, second uh, up for this episode. Uh, you guys going to like this one. Uh, my final up for this episode is the closing credits, because this is a brutal episode. And I'm <laughs> glad it ended. So <laughs> closing credits are my second 
thumbs up for the millennium. All right, guys. Uh, well, thank you for your two ups. Uh, so now we're going to shift over to the downs. And Tony, we'll go back to you. Your first down of this episode. Okay. As O'Hara just alluded to, uh, episode this bad, it's actually kind of almost hard to find downs. It's just like an all-encompassing down. Um, so the ant, the, the whole parody of the graduate, we get what you're doing here, right? This is all making me uncomfortable, Mrs. Well, you know, not horrible, horrible, horrible Jerry storyline. So forced, so terrible. I mean, there's a lot of references in Seinfeld episodes, especially eight and nine. Some of them I, I wouldn't even know unless I read an article about it. One of those things, all the references, right? They're usually a little bit more subtle. This is just driving home the ground. I mean, it's just a basic fuck. It's just bad, real bad. The aunt, Jerry, the whole thing. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll leave it at that as, as the thumbs down. All right. Uh, thanks, Tony. Uh, Chris, we'll go over to you. What do you got for your first down <laughs> of many, yeah. probably? Just to piggyback a little on that, the speed dial thing. I, I never understood it. He, you know, he did the handsome cab ride. He, he took her out, that whole thing. And then when he looked over, he was number one. But already, had he, right. yeah, had that happened. But we'll, we'll leave that as it, as it is. I mean, a down for me, hard to ignore. This is one of the worst Elaine's imaginable i mean her going by the window cinco de mayo sales commission by bio <laughs> change the channel okay i mean her going back and forth and then putting on the ridiculous outfit i mean this is bad as it gets seinfeld fans and uh you know we talk about elaine and you know this is just right there is uh, is the worst Elaine I've ever seen. And w my second number two, we'll get into a minute, but she, you know, she drags someone down with her. Uh, we'll get back to that in one second, but, uh, All right, Elaine, uh, yeah, I was about to chime in, but so I'll wait till your second down to chime in, uh, about the, uh, the Elaine storyline. Um, but, uh, so Tony, uh, your second down, what do you got? Yeah, I mean, I couldn't agree more with O'Hara's first. I have, have it written down. Elaine's entire storyline was really my uh, top of my notes, but I, I kind of wanted to give something else. I mean, I got so many here. Um, I, I, I mean, a lot we can go with here. Um, he took Elaine's storyline. I'm actually going to take George's storyline. Uh, it, it's, it's, you know... How is, I mean, everything aside, you, Jerry always says, if it's funny, it's funny, right? So we could pick apart how how ridiculous the premise is that George is getting scouted to be the head of scouting of Mets, right? Put that aside, right? I mean, just everything George is doing, I got to get fired. I mean, the, the whole Wilhelm stuff at the end where Wilhelm just comes in and kind of takes the, the job. The whole, it's a bad Costanza episode. And, and here's what I'll say, and I think O'Hara is probably going to agree, it sounds like. This episode is bad, but George is not the worst part about it, which is scary because it's a bad George episode. But I still got to give a thumbs down just because it, it just it destroys me seeing George like this with the whole Babe Ruth uniform and the, you know, uh, everything else. Why don't you just quit, George? Just quit. It's pretty simple, <laughs> yeah. right? Like all of a sudden he's got to well, get fired and all this stuff, the whole thing. Uh, that's my thumbs down. They just ruined Costanza. All right. Uh, and Chris, your second down for this episode of Millennium. It's funny. Those are great points. I I hate this episode so much, but I don't even have George on my list. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, he's like the, the best of the worst almost, but I had to give him so, a 
And I've been very, I've been very loyal and consistent to Kramer throughout these nine years, but this is as bad as it gets for Kramer. Um, him gathering everyone, everyone gathering around, like it started off bad back with the balloons and they're all gathering around. It reminds me of that episode when they're in the closet, like when they gather around, it's force is terrible. Kramer's line when they're talking about barometer and he jumps in with its thermometer could be one of the worst lines in Seinfeld history. And then the yelling pneumania, like, I mean, he almost turns into bad George in this episode. And then to top it off, uh, you know, I know the pink hat fans out there love Penny Packer. (laughs) Doesn't fit here. You combine that with a brutal Elaine in the store that scene at the end, uh, unwatchable. Kramer, thumbs down. Well, yeah, so I was going to say, the Delane storyline, uh, where she's just so preoccupied with the two stores and, and getting revenge, it just seems so out of you know place for her character. And uh, yeah, that's definitely one of my main downs. But just like you had it as a down, H.E. Pennypacker, I actually love that scene. I love that scene at the end when he comes in smoking a cigar and he's saying he wants to open a silver mine in in uh in, in Peru and then trying to you know put the 99 cent tag on all those clothes. I, I still get a chuckle out of that. So uh for me that that, that is an up uh uh in my opinion, but one of the rare ups in this episode. So I was looking on thermometer. I'm with, you on, I'm with you on the thermometer, 100 percent Believe me, I'm yeah. with you on the thermometer. We'll get there. No, Come no, on. I think it's good though. Schmidt brings brings another perspective to the show here, giving us his two cents on the uh sure. on the Kramer scene. Uh, and you know I'm a big Kramer guy, so any you know, um uh so let's go to the grades for this episode. Uh Tony, we'll head it back over to you. What's your final grade on the episode? Yeah, so so just to kind of piggyback some of O'Hara stuff there, like this episode seems like it was written by somebody who was like, like, I, I hate to be that mean to this person who wrote this episode, but like a first grader who was like, what's a Seinfeld episode supposed to have? And, and like O'Hara said, like just crammed everybody in together, tried to bring all the stories together. Kramer Pennypacker is always funny, like just forced everything you can think of that like supposed to be funny from a Seinfeld episode. And it became a pathetically just horrible episode. Uh, bottom of the barrel. Uh, all four characters at their worst. I mean, like O'Hara said, George is probably, uh, you know, bodysuit man. You want to chuckle at the high five? Okay, I'll give you that. But that's about where it ends. Um, you know, they destroy Kramer in this episode, as O'Hara mentioned. They destroy Elaine. I mean, it's, it's got to be one of Elaine's worst, if not the worst. I mean, so many downs. Uh, just, I'm just seeing if I missed anything. I mean, I, there's a lot of eight and nines that, like, you know, we're tough on eight and nines, but, you know, this is below of just like you know and i mean this is yeah this is not one of the good ones uh this is an f i'm giving this an f straight up the millennium f is my grade all right uh holding no back holding nothing back there uh chris i gotta imagine you get a parallel tony in his grade here uh, or we might even see even an f minus yeah, unfortunately, uh, F is the lowest grade you can give, uh, and that's what this episode gets. I think Tony uh, articulated that very well. I mean, when the best part of the episode is is the uh, the stepmother, 
and the Yankee announcer yelling, there's a bold streaker. You know, that's a problem, okay? Uh, and again, George being so bad, and yet he was the cream of the crop of this. We know season eight and nine, George, he ain't George Costanza. The millennium is a resounding F. All right. Well, there you go, uh, viewers. Uh, F's all around for this uh, episode, the millennium. Um, you know, hey, if you're watching this on YouTube, leave us a comment. Let us know what you thought about the episode. Uh, so, guys, thank you so much. And let's uh, see you next week on another episode of Two Up, Two Down. Thank you.